Hello, friends. Warm welcome to the Wellness Inspired Podcast, the place where you can find inspiration, motivation, and empowerment in the pursuit of a wellness lifestyle. I'm your host, Sherry Davidson, and I'm here with my Terrier Mix rescue dog and co-host, Finn. He's also my co-worker, trail runner, and forever loyal sidekick. And I have a great episode for you today. In the last three episodes, I debunked the three myths about acupuncture. Today, we're going to mix it up. In this episode, I will draw on my past in interior design and talk about a concept I have been practicing most of my life, but never knew it had a name. If you're new to the podcast, I had another life before traditional Chinese medicine. I was an interior designer. And even though I have been out of it for quite some time, I still have a great appreciation for it. I love experiencing good and purposeful design. I love thinking about it as well as designing my own spaces, my home and clinic. And I will tell you, it is a never ending project, but I absolutely love it. You know, I would rather buy something for my home than an article of clothing for my body. Now, don't get me wrong. I really like looking nice, but I like my home to look better. And I will spend money on my home more than anything else. Well, maybe food. I do spend money on food because I love good food, good nourishing food. But in my design world, there are four essential areas I will spend money. Bed, sofa, dining table, and outdoor space. Why? They make me happy. My home makes me happy. I love where I live and I love retreating to my little space in the world. There could be some upgrades, but overall, I am super happy with my living conditions. And I definitely feel this contributes to my overall happiness. And turns out I'm not the only one. There was a study conducted by the Happiness Research Institute in Copenhagen that found how happy we are with our homes proves to be much more important than you probably think. Our satisfaction with our home accounts for about 15% of our overall happiness. This came right below mental health coming in at 17. This doesn't surprise me. Our environments greatly impact us. I believe, like the Danish, design is about making where we live the best possible environment for our health and well-being. I want to read a few paragraphs out of Mick Wiking's book, My Huga Home. I hope I said his name right. It is Danish. He describes the Danish thoughts on design, and I couldn't agree more. Design impacts how we move in our cities, what food we put on our plate, how we interact with our loved ones, whether we have dinner with our neighbors, how happy we are at work, and what we do with the time that we have been given. In short, it impacts the fabric of life, and that's what makes life worth living. Design can inspire us to become better humans, to change the world positively, and if we harness the power of design, we have the tools to improve our quality of life. That is the foundation of Danish design. It's a design tradition with a humanistic approach, designed for human beings, an ambition to create functional products with superior quality for the ordinary citizen, products that could be bought by the average worker, a combination of simplicity, functionality, sustainability, quality, user-friendliness, and aesthetics. Design stripped to its essence can be defined as the human capacity to shape and make our environments in ways without proceeding in nature to serve the needs and give meaning to our lives. Perhaps there is only one thing bigger than design in Denmark, and that's huga. And we'll get to huga. But does anything come to mind when you hear this? For me, IKEA comes to mind. 
And I'm sure you all know IKEA. It's good design, simple, minimal, modern, and inexpensive. And I love IKEA for all those reasons. In my space, I have more of a rustic style at home, more of a modern style at at work. At home, I have a rustic style with a splash of modern. So I love mixing IKEA with my rustic vibe. It really brightens the space up, but I still get that old rustic vibe that's very comforting to me. As you can hear, the Danish also value purposeful design. Many often think of design as purely aesthetics, but it's so much more. And it can be and should be used as a powerful tool in our health and well-being. There's a lot here to say on this subject of how our environment impacts our health and well-being. And I think a great starting place is the design concept of HUGA. So you're in the right place if you are looking for a secret sauce to live life with more joy and contentment. HUGA is the Danish concept of coziness, celebrates the simple pleasures in life, and is quickly becoming a worldwide trend. So grab some snuggly socks and lit candles, because today we're exploring how adopting HUGA practices can lead to better overall well-being. And I can't think of a better time to do this episode than the holiday season. Are you ready? Okay, let's get hugged this holiday season and all year round. Imagine this. As the world darkens outside, a cozy atmosphere takes light inside. Contented spirits fill any room surrounded by family and good friends, all wearing sweaters and woolen socks. The aroma of fresh pine trees fills the air as you sipped mulled wine by a roaring fire, and laughter sprinkles throughout your holiday meal. This is the beloved Huga feeling, and the only thing that might make this Huga experience better is a storm outside. What is Huga, you ask? Huga is a Danish word hard to translate, but it's been described as the art of creating intimacy, coziness of the soul, the absence of annoyance, which I find very interesting, taking pleasures from the presence of doing soothing things, cozy togetherness, and cocoa by candlelight. When I was in Iceland on my running adventure, Inga, our running guide, kept referring to the winters as a cozy time. In fact, she used the word cozy to describe several things. And I didn't catch it then. But now that I look back, I can see she was talking about huga. The essence of huga is cozy contentment or vibe. Huga design is the art of creating a cozy, nice atmosphere. And according to Mick Wicking, the CEO of the Happiness Research Institute in Copenhagen, Huga showed up for the first time in Danish during the 1800s. But the word is actually Norwegian in origins and means well-being. And it might come from the word hug in the 1560s. And we are all familiar with a hug, to embrace. And if I asked you to create a space that hugged you, what would it look like? We know the feeling of a hug more than we know how to describe a hug. Well, Huga's the same. It's about an experience and a feeling rather than a thing or things. Huga is about your environment giving you a big hug. In Denmark, Huga is a lifestyle embedded deep in their culture and identity. It is part of their national DNA. 
They learn to appreciate good design and huga at a very young age, and they are obsessed with it. How obsessed are the Danes with huga? Well, here's another quote out of Mick Wicking's book, The Little Book of Huga. Search for beautiful restaurants in Danish and Google will provide you with 7,000 hits. Search for quality restaurant and it will give you 9,600 options. And cheap restaurants, 30,600. Hugelig restaurants gives you 80,900 hits on Google. All of them obsessed with coziness. Even the toughest leather clad biker will recommend a bar with the Huga factor. And can't you just see back in the day of the Vikings, the Vikings getting together and getting cozy? They go home after a brutal day of pirating, take off their armor and put on a sweater and wool socks, gather by a fire with mulled wine and talk about their day. That's a funny image and probably a really good meme. But all right, skull. In the West, people know of Huga as a Danish design concept that creates the mood of coziness and contentment, especially in one's home. Really, you can experience Huga anywhere, but home is definitely Huga headquarters. So, what are the core elements of coziness and contentment? Well, I like Mr. Wicking's description of Huga in his book, My Huga Home. And he says, Huga is the art of creating a nice atmosphere. It is about being with the people we love, a feeling that we are safe, that we are shielded from the world and can allow ourselves to let our guard down. You may be having an endless conversation about small or big things in life, or just being comfortable in each other's silent company, or simply be by yourself, enjoying a cup of tea. It is a feeling of home. In other words, Huga is about how we turn a house into home, a place where we find comfort and connection. Designing your Huga home is to imagine what activities can take place there that will have a positive impact on your well-being and then shaping your living space to make it happen there. Sounds comfortable and inviting, doesn't it? When I started creating content for this episode, I started saying Huga, Hugalig, Hugud a lot. And I was surprised at how many people have not heard of it. So how popular is Huga in the States? Well, it depends on where you live. Again, according to Mick Wickings, most Google searches in the United States are in the north, northern states, Vermont, Minnesota, Maine, Oregon, Washington. The bottom five, Mississippi, Louisiana, Alabama, Texas, and Florida. And this makes sense because it's colder in the northern states and more time is spent indoors getting cozy. In Texas, we're lucky if we get to build a fire more than a few times during the winter. This year so far, our winter has felt like our summer, humid and hot. However, they're predicting colder weather next week. Next week is the week before Christmas. And maybe, just maybe, we'll get to light a fire for Christmas because it definitely increases the huga factor. But no matter the weather, we can still get hugged in Texas. I do it all the time. But again, there is something special about huga at Christmas. Winter in Denmark is truly a special season. A time cozy vibes are ever present and festive spirits abundant. From November to February, the land of Huga invites you to get comfy with warm blankets, hot drinks, while embracing all that winter brings. 
So it's no wonder Christmas is an especially beloved holiday, as it is the perfect time for Danes to practice their artful way of coziness. Does getting hugged this holiday season sound good to you? Well, I have good news. You can have hugga without living in Denmark. And like I said, the holidays are the most hugelig time of the year. So gather with your favorite people, get comfortable by a warm fire, grab some mulled wine or cocoa and bask in delight. After all these challenging times we've been through over the past few years, even relaxation can taste sweet as an encore this season. So take it easy while cherishing all you're grateful for today. It will be sure to make your spirits bright and improve your health and well-being. All right, well, here are some hugelig tips to get you started this holiday season. Create an intimate atmosphere by turning down the lights and lighting candles. Be present. Be here now. Turn off the phones, the iPads, the television, and be here. Take pleasure in sharing a meal and a drink. Start up an enjoyable conversation about small or big things in life with the people you care about. Take it in and be grateful for what's in front of you now. Promote harmony in your shared time with others. It's not a competition. Get comfy, settle in, take a break and relax. And I love this one because there's so much going on in the world today. No drama. Let's talk politics another day. And be together, build relationships and narratives and laugh a lot. And remember, the people you're with, it's your tribe and you're safe there. So there you have it. A crash course, if you will, on Huga. This Danish design concept is so much more than coziness or getting cozy. It is about quality time spent with family and friends, the people we feel safe around. And what better time to practice Huga than during the holiday season? So go ahead and get cozy. Your well-being depends on it. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it. I love Fuga, and I am so excited to be with my family this Christmas. And of course, I'm hoping for colder weather this week so we can gather around their wood-burning stove. Right now, they're predicting the high 20s. So I'm super excited about that. So we'll, we'll see. Only time will tell. So this is the last episode of 2022. I can't believe it. I have been doing the podcast for about a year now, and I have been having so much fun doing it, and I'm super excited about 2023. I have a lot of cool things planned. So I hope you join me and I can't wait to share it with you. Happy holidays, everyone, and happy new year. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast and share with your family and friends. You can also give me a rating and review wherever you listen to your podcast. It helps others find me as well. To get updates on new episodes and wellness inspiration in your inbox, please join the Wellness Inspired community. Go to the wellnessinspiredpodcast.com to sign up. I'll put the link in the show note to the website so you can just click and join. Also, there is a Facebook community at The Wellness Inspired, and you can follow me on Instagram at wellness underscore inspired. If you're in the Houston area or just visiting and interested in our services, acupuncture, herbal medicine, cupping, zinshiatsu, or dry needling therapy, contact us. You can find out more on our website at element5om.com. 
That's element five, the number five, om.com. Again, I'll put the link in the show notes. If you're interested in health and wellness coaching, we can connect in the clinic or on Zoom. Reach out and we'll get you on the schedule. And as always, I would love to hear your feedback. I am dedicated to bringing you great content that is inspiring and informative with an artsy, fun, edgy spin. Thank you so much for listening. We'll meet here again next time. And remember, never stop exploring, learning, loving, and being you. Bye. 